Welcome to the Master Control Podcast. The podcast where we talk about Obi-Wan and then especially Obi-Wan episode. No, I always say episode. Obi-Wan part four. The one where Obi-Wan traveled to the ocean moon of Nur to save Leia from ca- 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 to save Leia from captivity from the stormtroopers and the inquisitors. We meet the new character Roken, who tells us about um, his wife, his force-sensitive wife, who died in the hands of the Inquisitors. And uh, we see a very, very adventurous um, rescue mission out of Obi-Wan's comfort zone. Comfort zone? Does he have, at this point, a comfort zone? Yeah, probably he already lost uh, the comfort zone in, in the previous episode where he fist-fighted fist fought through the alleys <laughs> my english brain is already dead so uh, about his fist fighting um no about his comfort zone i don't think that he has a comfort zone besides the cave that he's been living in for the past 10 years you and your cave <laughs> get over your cave no i'm <laughs> how can you get over the cave when you watched game of thrones there is only <laughs> and he didn't even have well anyway um, so, keep it in short, because time is money, money is time, we don't have money, we don't earn money. So, let's talk about the highlights of this episode. He discovers the remains of the several fallen Jedi, including a youngling in this pyramid of the empires, which is just like half or like a, a th- third just up above the water and the rest is below the water so it's like a little bit was it called the citadel of the the inquisitors or something like that yeah that might be anyhow i was thinking about titanic or about project management you know you see the top of the pyramid and not the rest he finds this youngling person frozen in time i was thinking all the time when i saw the scene when he was walking through you know like the ranges this museum thing um i was thinking about um actually where is it here um solo han solo like frozen and carbonite carbonite right carbonite really yeah is why it? not no i was thinking about superman what was it superman krypton kryptonite carbonite kryptonite carbonite okay come up with something else hollywood because it's just around the sea the, this scene was actually my favorite in the whole movie uh, movie in the whole episode uh, even though it was of course part. very morbid part um, yeah in this part even though it was very morbid to see all these fallen jedi but um this was one of the few moments in this part where i actually felt the heaviness um the weight of of this episode and the storyline and how dark everything is after order 66 was executed and everybody died because in overall in general and maybe this is a good uh, transition to the low lights of um the episode um somehow the episode sorry somehow the part lost its velocity in, in my opinion we had uh, in the first three episodes a very great build up of weak obi-wan and he was struggling with losing control over the force and everything and everything is in danger and darth vader comes back uh, and so there was really this build up of momentum and um, uh, excitement of, of the storyline and now with this episode which ended in quite a let's say ridiculous note from my point of view where this whole threat of uh fighting against the empire falls down by 
this ridiculously easy way of rescuing Leia. And even though in the end um, it appears that the, the Inquisitor let him go in order to uh, put a tracker on him, but it was not really necessary. They had Obi-Wan, they had uh, Leia, so basically they had everything they wanted, so I don't think that they intentionally let him go. And this way, this was this classic Star Wars fantasy novel, a thousand stormtroopers chase this unarmed guy and somehow... Uh, he escapes. Um, and so this was, for me personally, the, the big low light of this episode. How did you get from the first highlight in the notes to the, to the, to the low lights in just one sentence? I know time is money and stuff, <laughs> but um, we had Leia sensing danger. We had Kenobi using the force to hold off the window and stuff. And you just transitioned like instantly from the first highlight just down to the low lights i i get the feeling that you have totally and that the whole operation was way too easy but what let just a second let's talk about the fact that he was holding off the whole ocean of what jur nur nur in order to protect uh, tala and and uh Leia. Is that a low light or a highlight for you? That's a highlight for me because it was the first time that he he finally um, he finally started using that muscle. Oh yeah, right. The oh, Jedi muscle with a uh, water. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because he was holding off the complete the planet Nur just with his bare hand in order to um, prevent uh, this. Um, the flooding. The flooding. But is this really a highlight? I I was kind of disappointed there, not because it was a not a great scene or something, but this again was this I the the, the Jedi is super powerful and can do everything and just like as you see with Darth Vader doing crazy stuff. Um, and if I see things like that, um, it it destroys the the ability to fear for the main characters because they obviously have this plot armor that they can do anything they want until it's kind of necessary for the story to fail in some some way but the introduction of obi-wan in the beginning of the season was he was weak and i thought this makes the story super interesting because we see him as a human being with human weaknesses but holding off an ocean yeah but that's now that's now the twist that you need in order to make it interesting again and to make him a Jedi again. Because before he was just a sad old man sitting in a cave. And now he's kind of getting his Jedi revival, if you want, like that. So he needs that. He, he, we need that. I need that in my life to see that he's using a light sword, a lightsaber, and to see that he's combating uh, Darth Vader and... To see the story go in the direction of actually climaxing then in 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 in, in the future in episode four. Because other than that, it's just a sad story of Eremite sitting in a cave. Yeah, but I, I kind of like this one because it was the premise of a new story, something No, some it was not. It's actually the same story as with Yoda. Because Yoda was sitting in his swamp. Yeah, but he did not do anything. He trained Luke, but he did not have an active role in the story to play. Exactly. And this is how Obi-Wan could have ended up as well. Yeah, but not necessary. We saw in episode 
in, in part one and two exactly how he was acting and doing an active part in the story yeah, without his Jedi powers. Yeah, sorry, but if I see him once detective more, Obi Wan. Yeah, if I see him once more cutting flesh off a thing <laughs> to give it to his elephant animal thingy, whatever that was, that was just a sad situation. I have to say, I liked it way better than what we are seeing here in episode in part four. But the end of the of part four, there was one uh, situation where I was also, again, disappointed, um, where we had this tragic death of, I don't even remember the, the name of this person, um, where, where Reva was throwing this thing and the, the fighter explodes. Wade. Wade, and, and we actually had the death of Wade. And this was supposed to be very sad because... Um, uh, what is uh, Roken in the beginning said you bring us all in danger and then he actually loses a friend and this is kind of a sad situation but we did not really know Wade and so we, I don't think that the viewer actually cared about the situation no it and, was a red shirt situation I'm yeah sorry. right right and so it, it felt like so arbitrary or it required, artificial sorry it required an explosion it required someone to send a bomb after uh, uh it wasn't an x-wing uh, uh after a spaceship so we needed that as well yeah but that's what i'm saying the story needed a tragic death but because it was just a very small part it's not like a main character or someone who was actually introduced in form of a, a character that the people that the viewers are actually caring about it was just everyone wears this plot armor because they are important for the story and can't die so we throw in the red shirt we tell the the audience that it is supposed to be sad that this person is de dead and then we move on after like what was it like four seconds of mourning i'm not it sure was less yeah right right and and so It feels like exactly that. The the authors of this part wrote, oh, something tragic must happen. Let some random Richard die and then let's move on. Okay, so let's move on then to part five because we're not gonna get any better in explaining part uh, four. Yeah, so my verdict is I am a little disappointed after this very strong beginning and now for some reason the, the series takes a turn to a direction that I personally don't like. He no likey. Yes. Have a wonderful day. Uh, see you in episode five. Oh no, wait. Part five. Part five. The uh, as they call it, penultimate. Right. Part. Bye bye.